Boxing PR Media Broadcasting, the industry standard for boxing media relations and play-by-play broadcasting. Also, check out www.abramsboxing.com, Abrams Boxing on YouTube, as well as M. Abrams Boxing on Twitter and Mark Abrams Boxing on Instagram. Hey, boxing fans out there. Welcome to another edition of the Abrams Boxing Show. I'm Mark Abrams. We have a good show for you uh, today. I will have heavyweight Junior Wright, who will be fighting Brian Howard this Friday night in Essington, Pennsylvania, live on BXNGTV.com. Uh, on the, the, the show, um, um, we have a lot of big news to get to today. Yeah, a lot of a lot of fights over the weekend, and uh, just a, a note: we'll be live next week from the big Gervonta Davis fight taking on Ryan Garcia in Las Vegas. We podcasting every day on Abrams Boxing on YouTube. Uh, we'll be taping a show. Uh, just like this, maybe several shows just like this. A lot of great guests. A lot of big-name fighters are expected to be in Las Vegas throughout the week, so we will try to get everyone on the show. So Abrams Boxing on YouTube for the best and uh, latest interviews and latest news live from Las Vegas during the big week. Uh, Gervonta Davis takes on Ryan Garcia. Um will be in Las Vegas. So uh, last weekend, this past Saturday night, Carson, California, Brian Mendoza scored a humongous upset as he knocked out previously WBC interim 154-pound champion Sebastian Fondora. Mendoza goes to 22-2 with 16 knockouts. Fondora is now 21-1, 13 knockouts, seventh-round stoppage. The replay's been all over the place. Uh, the big shots and uh, timber for the big six foot six inch Sebastian Fundors. He got dropped hard and hit the back of his head, and that was it. Brian Mendoza, now a player in the 154 pound division. Um, the time of the uh, stoppage was 39 seconds. So uh, let's see what Fundora can do to come back. It was a very hard and vicious knockout. A lot of times we see guys get knocked out like that. Starts pretty good. They're never the same. But So we'll have to see uh, with the exciting and popular Sebastian Fundora. Also on the card, uh, Brandon Lee remained undefeated in a super lightweight bout. Now 28 no's. He scored a 10 round damage decision over Pedro Campa. Campa now 34 3 and 1. Pretty good action fight. Showed, uh, you know, still some of the flaws that Lee has going forward. Uh, like I said, a 28 no. Uh, he should be ready for a big fight. We'll see who he's going to get in the 140 pound division. Scores are 99 91, 98 92, and 97 93. For Brandon Lee. In the opening bout, Luis the Twist Nunez went to 19 and 0s. He scored a 10 round average decision over Christian Olivo. Olivo now 21 and 1. Scores were 100 to 90, uh, 98 92, and 97 Fight was a little bit closer than those scorecards indicate. I thought it was a, a you know, a, like I said, a closer fight, but Luis Nunez gets the victory on Saturday night. Saturday night in San Antonio, Texas, the zone had Jesse Bam Rodriguez win the WBO flyweight title, the vacant WBO flyweight title with a 10-round average decision over Christian Gonzalez. Rodriguez now 18-0. Gonzalez falls to 15-2. Scores were 118-110, 117-111, and 116-112. I believe uh, Rodriguez had his jaw broken during the fight, so he did well to fight through that. 
So that will put him on the sidelines for a few months, but he is now the WBO flyweight champion. Under unheralded super bantamweight Marlon Tapalis won the uh, scored a big upset as he scored a uh, twelve round split decision over unified and former unified champion the WBA and IBF champion Marajan Akhmadaliev. Tapalis now thirty seven and three. Akhmadaliev now eleven and one. Scores were one fifteen, one thirteen twice for Tapalis, one eighteen, one ten for Akhmadaliev. I don't know what the heck that guy was watching, but. uh, Big upset. Everyone was talking about Akhmadaliev unifying with Fulton. Fulton now going to fight in a way, and maybe the winner, Akhmadaliev, fight the winner for all four belts. Not to be the case, as Marlon uh, Tapalis spoils the party with, and is now the WBA and IBF 122-pound world champion. Saturday night in Newark, New Jersey, Shakur Stevenson went to 20-0 as he, uh, as he stopped Shichiro Yoshino, Stevenson now 20-0 with 10 knockouts. Yoshino falls to 16-1 of a WBC lightweight elimination bout at the Prudential Center. Stevenson was was terrific during the fight, showed just how classy he is on his ascent to possibly at some point, maybe in the next year, year and a half, becoming the pound-for-pound top fighter in the world. He's, he's, been, he's been pretty much perfect in his fights uh, to date, his 20 fights. On the undercard, Jared Big Baby, uh, the real Big Baby Anderson, uh, went to 14-0, 14 knockouts, stopped previously undefeated George Arias after round three of their uh, fight. And kicking off the main broadcast was Keyshawn Davis, the good-looking Olympian, went to 8-0, six knockouts. He impressively stopped the former world title challenger, Anthony Yigit. Yigit now 26-3-1, round nine. Davis said... Put you get down from a body shop at the end of round eight and got the stoppage in round nine. Time was 21 seconds. Earlier on Saturday, WBC and WBA light flyweight champion Kenshiro Taraji went to 21 and one, scored his 13th knockout as he stopped, uh, you know, uh, upstart. He, he was only five and oh at the time. Anthony Olasquaga in uh, in uh, round number nine, body shots got the Olasquaga Taraji, who's a uh, very decorated and classy 108-pound world champion, retains his title, uh, his WBC and WBA uh, titles. In uh, the co-feature, let me see here, the co-feature, Tacoma Inouye, the brother of Nioa Inouye, won the vacant WBA Bantamweight title as he won a 12-round unanimous decision over a 41-year-old Laborio Solis. Solis now 35-7-1. Scores were 118-110, 117-111, and 116-112 for the younger Inouye. Um, Friday night, Showbox uh, put on a, a real nice card, a very entertaining card. Brian Flores got off the deck, first-round uh, knockdown by Shenard Bunch, but Flores came back to dominate and win the second half of the fight, and Took the 10-round split decision, scores 97-92, 95-94 for Flores, 96-93 for Bunch. Flores now 24-0-1. Bunch falls to 22-1. So that was was a good good fight in the co-feature. Super welterweight Guido Schramm went to 16-1. He kind of like uh, Flores that he took over in the second half of the fight after uh, Jai Brown. Got off to a real good start. Schramm wins the 10-round majority decision. Scores are 98-92, 97-93, and 95-94. And in the opener, 
It was a clash of uh, undefeated super welterweights as Raul Garcia uh, and Robert Terry fall to a eight-round draw. Scores are 77-75, both ends 76-76. Terry now 9-0-1, Garcia 12-0-1. On, also on um, Thursday night, Golden Boy had their uh, their prospect series, but they had uh, Angel Acosta go down to defeat the former world champion to Angelino Cordova. Uh, Cordova got the 10-round unanimous decision in their flyway bout. Uh, Cordova now 18-0-1. Acosta falls at 23-4. Scores were 96-93, 95-94 twice for Cordova, the fight that was seen live on the zone and was from the uh, in Indio, California. This week, got not much going on, but we do have a real good heavyweight fight on Saturday live on ESPN+. Plus. Joe Joyce takes on Li Zhang in a battle of, you know, 270-pound uh, big big punching heavyweights. I actually had the pleasure of meeting Joyce in Vegas a couple of weeks ago when he was uh, he trained in Vegas with Ismail Salas for this fight. And first of all, Joe Joyce is a very nice guy. If you ever got a chance to meet him, very easy guy to root for. So, uh I actually expect Joyce to come through in this fight, and if the rumors I read and you know maybe some things I, I may have been told, should Joe Joyce win this fight, he could be very much in line to fight Tyson Fury later this year for the WBC Heavyweight Championship of the World. A couple fights live uh, on BXNG TV. Uh, R&B Promotions will feature Farragal McCrory, undefeated 13-0 fighter from the 2300 Arena, and about eight, seven, eight miles away from the Clarion Hotel in Essington, Pennsylvania. Uh, good, big, Two big punching heavyweights. Junior Wright will take on Brian uh, Howard, uh, two guys with, with some knockout prowess uh, on their resume. And earlier this week, I had a chance to talk to uh, Junior Wright, who has fought for the world title as a cruiserweight, now campaign as a heavyweight, and you hear you'll hear which divisions he wants to campaign in. So this is my co- uh, conversation with Junior Wright. Now joining me on the line is a heavyweight Junior Wright, who takes on Brian Howard this Friday night at the Clarion Hotel in Essington, Pennsylvania, live on BXNGTV.com. Junior, what's happening? Everything going well, man. Training camp went well. Everything is on point. How about you? How's everything going? Everything's good. Thank you very much. 19-4-1, 16 knockouts. Uh, big fight taking on a, another big puncher from Philadelphia in Brian Howard. What are your thoughts as we uh, tape this a few days out? Um, You know, we've, we've been looking for somebody like this. Uh, we've been looking for a good challenge. And um, Brian Howard's been around for a while. He's been in the ring with top contenders. And he's even beaten a, a few really good fighters. And um, I'm happy to get this opportunity. I really appreciate um, I really appreciate Rodney for um, putting me on. Um, it means a lot to me. And I'm very excited. So t- talk about, like you said, you've been looking for an opportunity, a guy like Brian Howard, a guy who, even though his, you know, his, his record is 15-5-1, uh, he has scored a, a couple major upsets on his resume, you know, you know, the big knock, you know, over Carlos Negron, Garrett Wilson, uh, Sean Dell Winters, who was 8-0 at the time, Alex Guerrero, who was 12-0. So he's a guy, despite the, you know, the five losses on his record, he's a more than capable capable guy. Absolutely, he is. And um, I like that. I like the challenge. I mean, you know, a lot of guys, you know, take are just looking for build-up fights. You know what I mean? Nobody's really looking for a challenge unless the money's right. You know what I mean? It's got to be like... There's got to be a lot of money and everything like that. But me, 
I, like I said, I like the challenge. And um, a guy like Brian Howard is going to bring out the best in me. And um, I'm very excited for this Friday. And I can't wait. You've been off since October when you scored an explosive knockout over Colby Madison uh, right here in Philly. He's a kind of your Philly debut. I know you've uh, been living here for the, you know, I don't know, past year or so or even even longer. Um, to tell us about the move to Philadelphia. Um, I liked it, man. You know, um, my trainer, Rashad Brown, um, you know, he told me that he's been training people and, uh, we've been, we've always been cool for, for years. We always kept in touch with each other. And, um, I just wanted to change, you know what I mean? I just wanted to like get away from all my, all my distractions and, um, get out of my comfort zone and give it one last run. And, um, everything's been so, everything's been good so far in Philadelphia. And, um, you know, I really like it, you know, it's definitely the opposite of Chicago. I mean, it's a lot smaller and more compact, but um, I kind of like that. I feel like everything's closer to me. I was just in Chicago on Saturday night broadcasting a, a fight card, so I'm uh, I just uh, I just came back from from your hometown, so uh, uh, had some deep dish pizza too. It's pretty good. Oh, your Donald's is my favorite on Mondays, especially. Oh, I don't, uh, I don't, I I, I had the uh, Hilton. Uh, whoever was in the restaurant, the Hilton was good though. Was good, okay, though. Uh, playing. When you go back, try Giordano's. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do. Um, so talk about it. Obviously, you've been fluctuating between cruiserweight and heavyweight over the past several years. Uh, this fight, obviously, is at heavyweight. I know the WBC, they got this bridgerweight division now. Where, where, where do you stick, uh, stack in? I mean, where would you like the campaign? Because uh, I know you're, you're not the biggest heavyweight in the world. No. I would consider myself a heavy bridger. So I'm going to stay around heavy, and if the opportunity presents itself at Bridger, even Cruiserweight, I would even do that too because I did say that I would go down. But, um, you know, the Cruiserweight division is just its just like it's – not, it's not in big demands. You know, nobody really cares about it as much, in the States at least. I mean, Cruiserweight is like a European division. So even, even Bridgerweight to a certain degree, you know what I mean? So heavy, heavy is where it's at. But um, Bridger or Cruiserweight, I will – I'll, I'll drop if I if the opportunity presents itself. And speaking of cruiserweight, you were a former uh, world title challenger to Babu Truman off of several years back. Going all the way over, I know you went, I know you fought there against Chakiev as well. Fighting abroad, uh, how much is even though you didn't get your hand raised in those fights, how much did, did, did do, going through that whole thing uh, give you experience? Maybe even make you a better fighter. Um, you know what, man? To be honest with you. When I fought Babu, you know, I'm going to keep it real. I took that fight on a week's notice. I wasn't even training for the fight. The opportunity came, and I just took advantage of the situation. And um, I've learned a bit from it. I mean, it was good to go to rounds. Babe, I could have beaten Babu Shomanoff if I had more time. And Rakim, I had an injury. No excuses, though I lost. I was definitely in shape, but the time duration in Russia for the first time going out of the country competing, it really it took a lot out of me. Um I couldn't sleep when I was in Russia. That was pretty hard, but it was a great it was a great experience. I went to Russia to fight Ruslan Fafir the second time. I went 12 rounds with him. I did better because I understood the pattern the second time I went to Russia. But um, you know, injuries has been has always been an issue. I, re, I was recovering, so no, but no excuses on those fights. You know, it happens. It's part of the game. I don't know if people uh, if this fight is even out there. 
But you were involved in uh, what I call like an undercover classic. You know which fight I'm about to tell you about. When you Bougie. fought St- Stevens Bouger, which was I, that was one of the best wars I've seen live and in person. Uh, that I think people, if they're watching this, they should you know find it on YouTube. I don't even know if it's even on YouTube. What I'm a war that was! On two different things on YouTube, it is. Um, okay. Bouger got me at my best. I mean, Bouger was legit. You know what I mean? Um, I we talked about that fight. I talked to him a couple of times. Bouger's a pretty good dude, man. We had we had a, all we had a it was a great fight, man. It was huge. It was, it was like huge in a small uh, like a, in a small venue. Not too many people knew about it, like you said. Um, Bouger was one of my toughest fights because I was my injury. I didn't have injuries like that. It wasn't like serious at that time. It was elbow problems, but I was like. If I was in that condition in Russia or any of those other fights, I would have won them. Map it out here. Uh, you obviously, you haven't been in the ring in six months. If everything goes well for you on, on Friday night against Brian Howard, uh, what does the rest of 2023 look for Junior Wright? Obviously, you, uh, you know, you, you're, you're, you know, you're looking for big fights. You're 36 years old. Um, I would imagine, you know, maybe a win puts you in line for maybe a, a fight on, on a big stage. That that's the plan, um, you know. So after obviously after the Howard fight, things go my way. Um, I'm I'm in the gym. I mean, I work out all the time. Anyways, I work out for me. It's working out, staying in shape is a routine. So I'm I'm pretty much ready for whatever. When the opportunity comes, I'm just gonna take advantage and go out there and take care of business. You know, whether it's a heavyweight, like you said, if it's a heavyweight, cruiserweight, bridgeweight, whatever a good opportunity. I guess when when the phone rings, a you're ready for it then. I guess I'm a heavy bridging cruiser. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, cruiserweight's harder, obviously, because I've been heavier for a while. You know, I've even gotten even heavier because I took a break. So obviously the age and everything. But, you know, if the opportunity presented itself, you know what I mean, under the right circumstances, I would do it. But, um, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna stay heavy and I still want to be a smaller heavy. I don't want to be a big heavyweight because I'll be too slow. You mentioned, uh, you know, the being in Philadelphia, you know, about living in Philadelphia, kind of like a smaller version of Chicago. How about the fight scene in Philly, the gym scene? Uh, oh. A lot of promoters are running in Philly. So it, it's, it, I mean, compare the boxing climate uh, from Chicago to Philadelphia. Man, you know, the one thing I will say about Philadelphia, like every, like um, there's, it's like, it's like there's boxing gyms everywhere. Like boxing is like the basketball it's like basketball and football in Philadelphia. There's boxing gyms everywhere in Philly. You know what I mean? But in Chicago, they, we have a lot of boxing gyms too, but I feel like the demand is higher in Philly because of, because you also the movie Rocky and the history behind um, boxing in Philadelphia. Chicago's got great gyms. Um, Sam Colonna, that's the main gym. That's the go-to gym. Yep. But it goes there. And you know Sam Colon. I'm sure you do. Right. Yeah. He he, met, he um trained some fighters the other night on the 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 show that that, that I work. Bobby hits you a big yeah. sold out big sold out crowd in Rosemont the other night that we broadcast on BXNG. So uh, yeah, I mean it was a, it was a great crowd there. Yeah, Sam Colon is good, man. He's good people's man. I mean he, I, I, that's that's the best gym I gotta say, man. I like the way he's got a lot of good fighters in the gym. Um, great gym. I mean, but it's like um, the difference is, you know, Philadelphia is just like I feel like, you know, like like even getting work out here. Everybody is like everything is like like in home almost. You know what I mean? Have you worked with any? Uh, who have you worked with? Uh, some of the bigger names maybe you've worked with since being here. I work with Kanto, Dueco, 
Michael Hilton. I've done a lot of rounds with Hilton. That's my guy, Michael Hilton. Former done, National Golden Gloves champion. National Golden Gloves champion. I did a lot. I've done a lot of work with him. A lot of rounds with him. I've done. I've worked with Cassius Cheney. Um, let me think. Uh, one of the best amateurs in the, uh, in, in the country right now. Um, Stephen Williams. Wop. I work with him. Uh, I've worked with uh, Joel Cl- Claudine or Call- Joel Caldell. Caldell. I work with him. He's real good. Um, brother Garrett. I work with Garrett Wilson too. So I worked with a lot of guys out here. So, uh, so since coming to Philly, I, I would imagine you have you've had the cheesesteak. Of course, you know what? When I, I'm glad you brought that up. When I came out to Philly, man, I was like, oh, I gotta go to Passagino's, Passagino's. And when I went to Passagino's, man, Passagino's, you can't even. I mean, it ain't nothing compared to the poppy stores. Yeah, I, I, I most of the best ones are the. Uh, the smaller ones, passing. I mean, you, you did the right thing. You went to Pats and Geno's first because when you're new, you're a tourist, so you got to do the tourist thing, and then uh, you kind of find your niche of where where you want to uh, get, you know, get get your cheesesteak. And I would imagine you've also done the whole Rocky statue, right? I've done the Rocky statue a few times. Um, it was great. I, 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 I work out around it sometimes too. I like it. It was great. What do you want to tell the fans in closing before we see you Friday night, uh, April 14th, live at the Clarion Hotel, Essington, PA, live on BXNG TV? I plan on trying to get a stoppage, just like my opponent. We, but we, but we're, going in there for, we're going in there for the kill, man. And um, it's going to be a great main event, and I can't wait. I'm really excited. Well, thank you for a few minutes of your time. Uh, we look forward to the fight. I, I'll be on the call, and I look forward to, uh, to, to seeing you guys uh, scrap it out on Friday night. No doubt, man. Really, really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, boss. There you have it, Junior Wright. Very uh, engaging interview with uh, the heavyweight from Chicago now, living in Philadelphia. This Saturday on WatchBoxing.tv, Arturo Gotti birthday marathon, an all-day marathon beginning at 12 a.m. to 7 p.m. featuring Gotti's fights against uh, Floyd Mayweather, Gabriel Morales, Mickey Ward, and Ivan Robinson, to name a few. Uh, there'll be a live fight on WatchBoxing.tv, 7 p.m. Saturday night. K-South Boxing Promotions presents live professional boxing. Uh, K-South Promotions present boxing from Ring- Ringgold, Georgia, featuring Avius Griffin. So a good weekend of stream, BXNG TV. Got the two fights from Philly on Friday. Got WatchBoxing.tv on Saturday. Uh, looks like there's going to be an undisputed uh, female middleweight champion, Cl- Clarissa Shields. She's going to defend her uh, title against the WBC heavyweight champion, a rematch, Hannah Gabriel. Shields 13-02 knockouts. Gabriel's 21-2-1-12 knockouts. That will take place on the zone on June 3rd at the Little Caesars Arena in Detroit, Michigan. It will be a rematch. Uh, Gabriel's actually dropped uh, Shields in their fight. Shields came back uh, to win a unanimous decision. World title fight um, and a uh, and uh, stacked undercard uh, just before the pay per view, the May twentieth pay per view fight between Vasil Lomachenko and uh, Devin Haney. Haney, the undisputed lightweight champion of the world. Some sh- some fights going to be on ESPN. Uh, Andrew Maloney will take on the WBO. Uh, Flyweight, former flyweight titleist. It'll be uh, the WBO junior bantamweight title. Andrew Maloney take on Junto Nakatani. That's going to be a heck of a fight. And also Nico Ali Walsh, 8-0-5 knockouts. He'll be on to uh, it's gonna be a packed night of boxing on ESPN and ESPN Plus and the ESPN Plus pay-per-view May 20. to turn into an outstanding card the top rank is putting together. Um, 
May 6th, Canelo Alvarez taking on John Ryder on his own pay-per-view. One of the uh, pay-per-view undercard fights has uh, has been announced, but looks like it's a done deal. Uh, World-ranked super lightweight Steve Sparks, 16 and 2, 14 knockouts, will take on Gabriel Galuz Valenzuela, 26, 31, 16 knockouts. That'll be a 10-round fight as part of the Canelo Ryder pay-per-view. Undefeated knockout hours, Williams Apeda. At 27-0-23 knockouts would take on Jaime Arboleda, 19-2-14 knockouts. That would take place on the zone on April 29th in Texas, uh, in or, uh, the University of Texas at Arlington. Uh, that fight will replace the Amantes Stanionis Virgil Ortiz fight, which was postponed because Ortiz uh, got sick again. That fight I'm hearing could be sometime in June or July. WBO welterweight champion Alexis Rocha, 22-114 knockouts, will take on Anthony Young, 24-2, eight knockouts. This is a fight that was rescheduled uh, from a couple months ago. That fight will now take place on May 27th, the Fantasy Springs Resort in Indio, California, live on the zone. And finally, WBC 105-pound champion Panya Pradeshrai, 39-123 knockouts at Thailand, caught the flu and had their cancel his title defense against unbeaten Japanese uh, contender Yudai Shingioka, 6 no 4 knockouts. That was supposed to take place on uh, Sunday, April 16th. So uh, that's our news for the week. That's our show for the week. Again, next week we'll be live from Las Vegas. Javante Davis taking on Ryan Garcia. Lots of content on Abrams Boxing on YouTube. So um, please uh, just keep checking the YouTube channel, Abrams Boxing on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. We're going to have the Best interviews out there, uh, anywhere in the best coverage, that, 15rounds.com. So I hope everyone can join us next week. I'd like to thank Junior Wright for joining us. We'll see you next week on the Abrams Boxing Show.